It is your sacred duty to continue to work on your self-improvement, on your personal development, and on your self-esteem. So that no matter whom you might be in relationship, and especially your relationship to self, you are always coming to the table complete. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Download Podcast. On today's episode, we have Clarissa Burt, and we're going to be talking about her bestseller award-winning book, The Self-Esteem Regime. And we're going to be talking about self-esteem and the importance of it and taking a deep dive into the regime that Clarissa defined in her book. And to tell you a little bit about Clarissa Burt, uh, she is an internationally acclaimed award-winning media personality, producer, director, writer, author, public speaker, and she's also a former supermodel and winner of the Celebrity Survivor Show. Um, she's been in a lot of films and she's been on TV and now what she does is she's the founder and CEO of In the Limelight Media. And so you can find out more about her in the podcast description on whichever platform you're listening on and uh, hope you enjoy this interview as Clarissa and I take a deep dive into the topic of self-esteem. Cla- Clarissa, thank you for being on the podcast. Looking forward to this conversation. I know. Fasten your seatbelt there, Cameron. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for, for those listening, um, we have Clarissa Burt on the podcast, and we're going to be talking about her book, The Self-Esteem Regime, an action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be. Um, Clarissa, this is a topic that I've been excited to talk about because we necessarily have not talked about this in the podcast. And, you know, audience, it's a wide wide audience, but our focus is really helping young students, professional, young emerging leaders, um, those that want to strive for leadership, get better and share share from diff- learning from different people. Um, so can you tell a little bit about the inspiration behind this book, The Self-Esteem Regime, and, and where is your inspiration Absolutely. behind this? Absolutely. I'd love to do that. So the idea behind it was, you know, just the idea uh, that, you know, when I was a young kid growing up, I could see people in my life that were really important to me that I thought were just, you know, the cat's meow. And my perception of them was was something quite different than their perception of themselves, starting with my mother, who was a beautiful woman, never wanted to have her picture taken, was always worried about her weight, didn't need to lose a pound and look beautiful in pictures. My grandmother, who was sheep diarrhea, she needed to lose, didn't need to lose a pound, took two diet pills, choked on them perforated her esophagus and wound up for six weeks in the hospital. Fast forward to when I was modeling back in the 80s with the you know one percent of the most beautiful women in the world on all the covers and on all the run you know the global runways. And and I could see that even there there was some, you know, with the most again beautiful creatures in the world, there were issues and not with all of them, but certainly with some of them. And it was it was baffling to me. I didn't understand why, especially women, in my life were had this perception of themselves that was completely different than the way I was perceiving them. I saw them as beautiful and strong and loving and caring and all lovely things. And they could always pick out the things about themselves that were negative. So I realized that, you know, the, the correlation and the connection between my mother in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the girls on the runways all over the world was obviously a lack of happy, healthy self-esteem. So that was really the impetus for, uh, for, you know, writing the book and wanting to kind of, you know, get into people's faces a little bit and really wanted to shake them and say, what are you doing? And what are you thinking? And 
and and and what can we do to get you onto the right trajectory you know we come from the tribal or a familial tribe right and so we know what we know we were taught what we taught does it necessarily all work for us when we are ready to pack our bags and and leave that home probably not i say the same things with our friends and our peer group i could say the same thing about even our faith in some cases. And I certainly can say that when it comes to our educative institutions, right? The educational institutions. So where, you know, where is it that we just, we just keep learning and, and, and taking in and, and bringing all this stuff in because it's what we were taught, but what is it necessarily what we need in order to grow and to go along our path, our path, not everyone else's path. So that really is the reason why the self-esteem regime regime being an organized way of doing things was born it's a book that with 12 it's 12 chapters will start you off with release the 12th chapter is reciprocal every chapter begins with a reword and it's a book that you will read more than once in your lifetime because you're not you know not necessarily always teed up to get or to capture every message as you read them, right? I don't know how many times you might have watched a movie a second time and like, I don't remember that being in there. I don't remember that scene, or, or even reread re a book and I don't remember. I don't remember that message in that book. So this is one of those kind of books that um, it, you will have it, you know, as as a resource and a tool for a lifetime. I call it a manual, and for me, it's a mission and a movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like how you put this as a regime, the self esteem regime. So how do you um, approach self-esteem when we're talking about it in the context of a regime? A regime, it's it's starting with it's starting with where you need to start. And I'm not going to say ending with where you need to end because self-esteem, first of all, doesn't discriminate. And secondly, you never take a test, get a hundred, and you passed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you don't get an A in self-esteem and then you go, okay, good, I learned all that. So what's next? Yeah. Because life is life. It will trigger you. It comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. And that storm, whether we like it or not, is probably right behind the corner. You know, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe in a month, maybe in a year. But something's going to happen because that is life. That's the way it goes. So what I talk about like, and what tools and books like mine do will help you stand strong in your stead, much like a well-eradicated tree. So when that storm does come through, here comes the hurricane, here comes the tornado, oof, and off it goes. You might have lost a leaf or two. You might have even lost a branch, but you're not going to be uprooted and transported away with the storm because you have the tools in the shed that you need on any given time. It is your sacred duty to continue to work on your self-improvement, on your personal development, and on your self-esteem. So that no matter whom you might be in relationship, and especially your relationship to self, you are always coming to the table complete. You're coming whole or as whole as you can be in the moment. Yeah, you touched on a few good things there. I really like the subtitle of your book here. It says, an action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be. And this was, uh, still is, I would say to this day, it's a real struggle for me as a new and emerging leader. And also I'm sure for those listening is to being confident because now we're in a world where, where there are young people being entrepreneurs, business owners, business yeah. leaders. Yep. And oftentimes- a lot of the, from, I guess what I see from, from my point of view and, and my experiences, what I've seen is 
these leaders have so much potential, but they just don't see it in themselves. They yeah. don't have that self-esteem. So yeah. where does where does one start in even first believing in themselves? Because like you said, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. You, have, you have to have a good relationship with yourself before yeah. even projecting that out. Yeah, I think I'd like to start with, especially with the, with uh, the the uh, the group of people that you have um, illustrated. Mm -hmm. It's really the imposter syndrome. I think you know, you work, you work, you work. You go to school, you go to school. You read, you read, you read. You take the test, you pass. All these things are great. It's already difficult getting out and finding a job, especially in today's economy. Mm -hmm. And then once you do, so you know, you got you got awarded once, you got your diploma, you got awarded twice because you know you um. You did the work and and you've gotten the job. Now you're at the water cooler and you're standing there with all your peers wondering, why am I even here? These people are brilliant. These people are intelligent. They've got better degrees than I, They've, you know, whatever it is. Um, I, and it's that persistent inability, this imposter syndrome to believe that your success isn't deserved or that you haven't legitimately you know, earned it or deserved it, right? As a result of your own effort or your skills. And so this is going to cause also an increased, uh, you know, you get the risk of more anxiety that way. So I think one of the most important things to, to do is to really stop and give yourself grace, be in the mindset of being grateful for, you know, what you, what you did, the work that you've put in and knowing uh, that you are, you are worth your weight in gold and that, you know, the more, you know, and the more you learn and the more you go and the more you grow, the bigger and better you're going to get. So give yourself that time, give yourself that grace. I mean, you know, not everybody, I, look, when I first got onto my first runways, I, my knees were knocking. I was scared to death, you know, and then, and then as you go and as you grow, you know, it, it just, it becomes second nature to you and you're on to the next. Um, I think it's really important. Also, there's a, a recent Forbes article that said that entrepreneurs are twice as likely to struggle with their, dep their depression as people that, who work for a company. Mm -hmm. And that is because a lot of the times entrepreneurs are solopreneurs and they are working at home alone and they are working on their own timeline and they are working as their own accountability partner. And so your tasks don't necessarily have a timeline, right? They don't have a deadline. And so you might give yourself a little more wiggle room and there, therein lies some space and, and a place for guilt. I really should have gotten more done yesterday. I shouldn't have been watched, watched that, whatever thing. I went to have a couple of drinks with the girls or the guys and I really should have been working. So, you know, be really mindful of, of, making some time for yourself also to step away. Look, I could be at this computer 16, 17 hours a day and I've done it. Yeah. Because it, it's all encompassing and I and I love what I do. So I'm even more, but I understand there's a, then what will happen, um, Cameron, is honestly, I will go, whoa, overload. Hold on. I can't, I can't compute anymore. I can't take anymore. And I'll take two, three days off. Like I'll, I'll go for a walk. I'll TikTok all darn day, but I won't, I won't not really. I'm I mean it when I say it, uh, you have to know your limits and boundaries as well. Mm. And so I think if you can do that, um, it's really, it's really knowing your place, knowing your pace and knowing that, you know, that you are, you know, you also have to give yourself that time uh, to grow because you're not going to know everything, you know, straight out, straight out. So and educating yourself constantly, you know, staying, staying ahead of the game, staying ahead of the learning curve, I think is always really helpful too. 
because uh, so much is dropping every day. I mean, I, I'm yeah. on constantly on, you know, either Udemy or Linda or Coursera or YouTube, just soaking it and sinking it all in because there's it's, there, things are moving so fast. Who saw AI coming? Some of you might have known about it a year ago. I found out two months ago. You know what I mean? So there's a, like, and now I got to learn how to do all that. So in other words, as I, as you, to my point, you know, you're constantly going to be learning as well. So the self-esteem part and all that is just knowing uh, that you have to have those tools in the shed that I talked about before and making time and place to yeah. get in, get those courses and classes, the books read, whatever it is on, you know, that is your sacred duty to be working on your personal development. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think there's that impression is when you're done with school, you're done. But <laughs> that's only where it begins. And I, I really think that focusing on your personal growth, finding time, whatever it might be, whether it's a weekly basis or however you find your, your that regimen is, is really pursuing that personal growth, learning yeah. the next thing new to be cutting edge in yeah. whatever area of expertise that you're in because that's yeah. really how you get ahead of the game is really finding really trying to learn that next thing right so the daily demons have no place right you know you mm -hmm. gotta at all costs you must avoid negative self-talk and when it happens and you see it and you feel it and here it comes you cut that off that stuff off right away you want to obviously you know speak up at meetings i think this is in a lot of people kind of you know they sort of shy back and whatever you know they're really kind of afraid to maybe be even laughed at you know no no idea is a bad idea but speak up at the meetings and celebrate your small wins as well you know i mean this is super super important and uh, finding, you know, finding a good mentor is a great idea too. And then determine what makes you unique. Like you are different from everybody else in that company or whatever, you know, we're talking about company now, not, you know, entrepreneurs necessarily, but what is it that makes you unique? And for God's sake, stop comparing yourself to others. I always say, you know, people say, oh, the grass is always greener on the other side. Okay. The grass is always greener where you water it. Number one. And the grass, is it grass or is it astroturf? Is it real? Is it fake? Is it plastic? And 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 is it all perception? So be really careful. Be comparing yourself to others never did it just never it never did good by anybody. You're not serving yourself. You're definitely not honoring yourself by doing that. I mean, why would I be want to be anybody else when I could be me? When yeah. I could be the best version of me. Mm -hmm. And so when you when you are you, when you are your real self. Mm -hmm. that's where you become the most confident in yourself mm -hmm. when you hone in on your uniqueness saying I'm unique. Yeah. yeah. You might be a bit quirky, but you're quirky for a reason. Yeah. And that's what works. <laughs> I know it's funny to say, I love the word quirky because I know that I am, you know, I know that I'm like, you know, I don't beat everybody else's drum, not everybody else, drum, you know, beats mm -hmm. to mind, but I love bringing levity. I love bringing fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do, I'm not a, you know, I don't, I'm not a buy the, buy the book when I mean, you know, I, I, I'll wiggle outside of some of the, you know, uh, of the lines sometimes just, you know, either to get a laugh or to make somebody laugh or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Quirky is just a great word. It's a great yeah. word. So, uh, doing some research on you, Clarissa, you've been a producer, you've been an actress, mm -hmm. radio, TV, and film personality and speaker, entrepreneur, self-help guru, and, you just have such a diverse background and I'm sure uh, self-esteem was not, not an easy uh, journey for you. So, so early on 
or throughout your journey, like what have you done to really work on on your self-esteem throughout throughout your journey? Well, you know, I'm of an age where, you know, when I was young and impressionable, it was, you know, there were three bookstores still left in the United States, one of which is now, you know, only Barnes and Noble. I am happy to say that my book has been on the shelves in Barnes and Noble for the last two years, which is great because I, I, it's like, right, I got Brene Brown, Clarissa Burt, Dr. Uh, Deepak Chopra and Joe Dispenza all on the same shelf. So I feel really honored by that. But, That's you know, cool. when I did, yeah, we'd walk, I'd walk into the back of the bookstores and there was a little, little section in the back camera and it was called self-help. And there were about 40 to 50 books on there. And that's where I went. I went there for my guidance, for my for help, for assistance, to understand, to you know, to find a way out of my own head, uh, and you know, just kind of get the 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 again the guidance that I needed that I wasn't getting anywhere else. You know, uh, now I'm happy to say that personal development is called personal development now. It used to be called self help. That section in Barnes and Noble is now rows upon rows upon rows upon rows yeah. of and information and education and you know great gurus if you will um that are are there for you for and again you can go onto any any you know youtube all of the uh the docu there are documentaries movies there are books courses classes there's no excuse today to not you know you've got all the information at your fingertips what what you know a lot of people find as an excuse is oh really it's hard for me and i my emotions and i have a hard time yeah, I mean, we all do. And that's, that's, that's part of, that's part of it. So you're going to have to front any personal development work that you do with courage. That's the first thing that I can tell you. Tenacity is the second thing that I will say, stay, stick with it. You know, put the book down for a week, put the book down for two weeks. If it's really getting to be like, oh, I really can't put it down, pick it back up, put it down, pick it back up. You'll get into the grain, you'll get into the groove of this. And then understanding that, you know, even if the light at the end of the tunnel seems like a pinpoint right now, the more you go, the more you grow, the bigger, bolder, brighter, more beautiful that light will become. So this is what I, I offer and I proffer that. You know, again, it is our sacred duty to do this. You know, it's it's you're going to need constant effort and consistency. Um, you know, they call these soft skills. You know, the soft skills you probably heard of them before: teamwork and problem solving and adaptability and profession communication. It's all called soft work, mm -hmm. but it's some of the hardest work you'll ever have to do. And I don't mean that to scare anyone. I just mean that because it's, I, I really want everyone to understand that it's, it's, it's doable and it's time. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I think also a part of self-esteem has to do with mindset. There's a, there's a lot, uh, mindset. You, yeah, it has to do with mindset. You said, yeah, let me start that over. Am, am I coming through? Okay. Or no, you are now. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting back. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Um, let me start over. Um, I think a lot of what is involved with self-esteem is uh, mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Mindset yeah. plays a huge part in that. Um, so what what role does does mindset really play when we're talking about confidence and self-esteem? Well, mindset is really, it's, you know, I like to call it your value system. And that is where if I were to ask you now, give me your top four values. Most people, it's like deer in the headlights. I don't know. I don't know what our values are. Wait a minute. There's a system behind values. And a lot of people don't understand that it's your blueprint in life. It's what will guide you. Mine is this. I take the high road. 
And I, that is honesty, integrity, gratitude, and honor. Okay. And so, you know, radical, being radically honest with myself and being radically honest with everyone else, every other relationship in my life, integrity speaks for itself. Who are you when, you know, when no one else is in the room, how are you, when you are tangling the Christmas lights, like, you know, like, you know, what is your real true character gratitude drop, you know, right now, give me five. Like, what is it that you're really grateful for? And if you can't give me five, at least five, if not 10, man, you need to do some work on that because there's, there's so much that we can be, you know, grateful for honor. Honor is like, you know, say honor your parents. And people say, oh, I have really horrible parents, you know? Uh, yeah. But honor is the weapon that's going to keep you right? It'll keep their dysfunction from overtaking you, right? When you honor them, it's going to, it's going to keep your heart from being damaged. And remember always that what they, what they did to you and how they treated you was how, what they believed about themselves and projected onto you, right? So it's not about them. It's about moving past their dysfunction. That was just a quick sidebar on, on parents and parenting. It is now our duty to reparent ourselves. Mm. And I often say the toxic stops here. All the generational trauma, all the betrayal trauma, all the stuff. Yes, it hurts. And I'm not here not to validate that, but I am here to say it is put on your big girl britches, put on your big boy, big boy britches. It is time to reparent yourself. And when you say the toxic stops here, you are the one that's going to do the work for generations and generations that preceded you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, just, that to me is so empowering. That's so empowering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just got back from a conference last week and the theme of it was voices. Like what voices are you listening to? What voices are you need to fight? Mm -hmm. Because you're right. There is, everyone is dealing with some sort of trauma, whether it's generational trauma, some trauma in the past or, you know, some hurt. And oftentimes um, even myself, you let that, you let that take over and then you just can't move forward. You just can't move forward. And you, what you have to do is like fight those voices and, yeah. and create your own, create your own voices. Um, it's, it's a lot of like, like, how do you talk to yourself? Right. Are you talking negatively to yourself? And I know we all have that issue, right? Oh my gosh, I could have done this much better. I could have done, done this talk a bit better. I could have said sure. this done this much much better than yes. i would but but how do you like positively speak to yourself yeah yeah and that's the thing you know one of the things that i have in the book is mirror therapy i i, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not but it was i first learned of it through louise hayes works and louise hayes was sort of the, the grandmother if you will of a personal development publishing house uh you know a betterment um self-improvement uh, publishing house and I've read many authors that you know were published by her and um and Jack Canfield you know the other <clears throat> half of Chicken Soup for the Soul series and you know I I a uh, guru in his own right as far as um personal development is concerned and they both used it in their books because there are two ways of approaching a mirror. One is to look at a mirror and the other is to look into the mirror. So when you look at a mirror, you're primping, you're fixing your hair, doing your makeup, checking yourself out, feeling yourself, right? It's all good. And then when the other one is, it's looking into the mirror. And so that's when you start looking into your own eyes, looking into your own soul and saying the things to yourself that you want to hear that others may not be telling you. You cannot, it's called self-esteem. It's not called what everybody else thinks of me, esteem. 
right? So you, as I said, you must do the work on yourself. And this could sound, it sounds weird. It feels weird. It is strange. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, sitting in front of the mirror and just looking directly into your own eyes, I tell you, man, that is so powerful. It's probably one of the most powerful exercises in the book. And it is, it can go as follows. You know, I really, really, I like you. I do. I like you. I didn't always like you, but I really like you now. And I love the work you're doing because I can see all the progress you're making. That presentation you made last week in front of 100 people, that was stellar. Did a great, great job on that. So good on you. Um, and I just want you to know, I really like you. Actually, I love you. I love you. I do. I love you. And I forgive you for that time that you, uh, you know what? So you have this conversation. It's weird. I get it. And it's not going to go down easy sometimes. But if you could do that for one minute a day for 21 days, then get back with me and let me know how you feel. I'll have to try that one. Oh, it's awesome. It's truly awesome. So mirror therapy is one of the one of those things that I think is it's and it's it can save it truly can save a bad day can save a bad day. It can it, it's kind of one of those, you know, people say tap, you know, tap to get back into state. Uh, this is another get back into state piece. So yeah, I love that. Awesome. Um, uh, one other element, I know we talked about mindset, but I think another element where that contributes to self-esteem is self-care. Can you talk a little bit about what, what self-care has yeah. to do with, with self-esteem and how that contributes to our confidence? Yeah. So, you know, I'm real, as I said before, I'm really, really good at, you know, sitting at the computer forever. And forgetting about the world around me and definitely forgetting about, you know, potentially what I need to be doing, getting a haircut, doing my nails, getting to the doctors, you know, go, go get food, shop, all the stuff that we need to do. But where does the time come in when we say, okay, I need a day. I need three hours. Um, and, and people say, I don't have the time. Well, you have the time to do everything else. Yeah. So put it into your calendar, just like you put in any other appointment, just like you put in any other meeting, just like you put in taking the dog to the vet and taking the kids to, you know, the dentist, get it into the calendar. If you need to, you know, and I, I make it up as I go, maybe you need to, you know, timeshare with another parent on the block. You know, I'll take your kids one day, you take my kids another day, or, uh, you know, you get a babysitter or your spouse takes over, you know, for whatever that is. You've got to find the time to break away and do for you. It could be a bath and Epsom salt. It could be, uh, you know, just a meditation, yoga class, whatever that is. It is as important as, so this is where I talk about the four pillars of self-esteem. So, you know, it's look good, feel good, be good, and greater good. Look good, we know what that is. It's the mirror piece. It's, you know, primping, getting ready, lilt in our step. When we walk out the door, we're feeling good about ourselves, and it gives us a sense of pride, right? It's pride. Okay, great. Feel good. That's the diet, exercise, nutrition, and wellness, and, and uh, self-care that you're talking about. So that feel good piece is something that is a part of, you know, it's the, it's the four pillars. A chair can't sit on three legs a stool can but we're talking about a chair so the chair yeah. needs four legs to to stand upright and so that is as important as feeling good it's as, uh, as looking good it's as important as being good 
being good is, you know, relationship, leadership, finances, uh, you know, um, what the reading, your education, your, you know, the, your uh, personal development piece. It's just that important. And greater good is giving back in any way that, you know, you, you decide to give back. So that whole self-care piece that people kind of, you know, don't give as much importance to because it takes back seat. Sooner or later, that back seat is going, you know, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to bite you. It's going to bite you in the butt. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's as important, uh, your physical health and your mental health, uh, you know, is, is, is as important as all of the other aspects as all of the other three chairs it, it would to have in order to live as an esteemed being yes yeah so what advice would you give to someone that is struggling with low self-esteem uh where, where should they start in terms of building their confidence and building their self-esteem well i would do you know i would do um to create a mission statement for your life to get that that you know that value system in place what are the four or five non-negotiables in my life for me it's honesty as i said before it's honesty it's integrity it's gratitude and honor so make your system uh your your mission statement get your your value system in place I'd say start meditating, start with one minute, start with five minutes, just start taking that. There's a self, again, it's back to self-care, right? Get into that mirror, start getting familiar with yourself, take a really good look at yourself, get comfortable. Some people are not comfortable looking in the mirror. What is it even there that you would like to see different or a, a, a modification? I don't want to say a complete change, but what would you like to see modified there? And what will you do in order to make that happen? You've got to start committing to yourself. These are the, these are the self-improvement pieces um, and practice, you know, practice self-awareness. That's what I'm saying. Be really aware of how you're feeling at any given time and what triggers you. What pissed you off? What triggered you? Write it down. This is where you start writing, like creating like a, a staying organized list. Okay. I would, you know, this is what I real I realized, you know, kind of triggers me. Write it down. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, um, I said, we've already talked about gratitude. That's really important, but that journaling is a really big piece. Also, it's another exercise in the book, get that journal, write stuff down. What triggered me? What felt right? How, you know, what did I discover in the mirror this morning? There are there are all kinds of, by the way, in the book, there are all kinds in each chapter of affirmations. So you can use the affirmations here. Um, uh, I want to be a better person more than I am today. Universe, please, you know, show me, show me the way. Uh, that's a really, really important thing. The other thing that, um, that I, I wanted to talk about uh, as I'm answering your question is, um, uh, the, did I, I don't know if I, I'm just trying to think if I spoke about this already. And that is again, the grass being greener on the other side, but, yeah. um, or is it perception? And then I am enough. Everybody's enough. You're enough. I'm enough. We're enough. Everybody's enough. But I looked up the definition of enough and it is only as much as is required. Mm. Now, so just by definition, the word enough isn't enough, Right. So I don't know about you, but I am so much more than is required. So that's what the new mantra is. I am so much more than enough. I am so much more than enough. Mm -hmm. 
Get comfortable also asking for help. You know, I mean, get really uh, on board with it's a journey. It's a process. And with many of you know, I can't take a journey from here to San Diego if I don't have a car, if I don't have gas, if I don't have a plane, if I don't have a bicycle that would take me three weeks. I need the vehicle. I need a process in order to get me there. And that's why the book is a regime, because it starts at chapter one with release. What do you think is etched in stone that's not? Let's get that all really clear. And then the next chapter is rebuild. So what are we doing to, with the building blocks there, right? The next chapter is responsibility. Where are we taking responsibility? Where are we shirking it? So there's all kinds of, of things also in the book that will help you along the way, which is going to give you all of um, the, uh, you know, um, the, the tools, again, resources that you need to get there. You could do things just like, um, you know, pick it, pick up a hobby, pick up your hobby again. You know, what are the things that you kind of forgot about yourself that made you feel good? You know, I love doing, making cosmetics in the kitchen. I have now turned that into a business. If I were to turn this computer around, you would see there's a production in my kitchen and everything around behind the scenes here is the packaging uh, part and shipping. So, you know, I was making cosmetics in the kitchen for years, non-toxic, because that's what we're doing. We're getting the toxicity out of our hearts, out of our heads. We're getting it off of our skin, out of our bodies. And, uh, and, 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 and that's the way I think everybody should be living. We should be living. And that's another really big gratitude piece. Um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th these are a few of the things. There are many in the book, but I think that we would, um, you know, if you feel like, you know, somewhere down the road, if things that make you feel better is like ask for feedback, but acknowledge your flaws as well. Like say, okay, I know this is something about myself that I've been told is a little, you know, edge. I have to, you know, round, you know, sort of soften that corner a little bit. Let me do that. Let me work on that. Definitely stop comparing yourself to other people. Definitely stop with negative thoughts. Look, we all have our daily demons, Cameron. All of us do. We've talked about this already. But get yourself to the point where when you when you hear them, you you block them. Nope, sorry. You know, some people go, not today, Satan. Not happening. You know, yeah. <laughs> or just it's just not. I I, I have no time for you today. This isn't going to happen. Please go away and stay there. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, for me, it was I had to learn how to manage stress. You know, I really had to learn getting a good night's sleep is really important, but drinking enough water every day is important, but also learning how to manage stress. Listen to your body, get yourself the nutrition you need, get yourself the vitamins and supplements that you need so that you are, you know, you're, you're, you're affronting every day with good, with a good physical state will help a good mental state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think truly where it starts is, is really being honest to yourself when you're self-aware is really being honest to yourself like okay this is what i need to work on it's yeah. not going to be okay because this yeah. is what i need to work on so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly for sure yeah for sure one thing I, that i like about this book and for those listening is that you know there when you go in the barnes and noble in personal improvement or self-help books there's a lot of books out there and i actually picked one up yesterday it talks about a variety of topics right to work on different stuff but this one takes a deep dive into one area, which is self-esteem. And I hope that those listening out there got an awesome taste of what this book is all about. And it sheds light to helping you becoming that more conf confident person that you are not 
meant not only meant to be but deserved to be i like clarissa in the introduction that title uh let me see i have the book here uh what was it it was acknowledgements you deserve to look good and feel good right now that your title of the introduction yeah 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 so, yeah i know i know I, I i've got to say i love my i really do love the book it was really you know i wrote it i don't know if you read the um the part I think it's in the acknowledgments. Is it that it, it's it's sort of like who I wrote the book for? Mm -hmm. Did you did you did you read that yeah. part? It's like, yeah, I forget exactly where it is. is. The introduction I can't remember. I can't remember acknowledgments. Did you read the acknowledgments? Mm -hmm. I'd like to acknowledge the millions of people all over the world who have been abandoned, abused, beaten, hit, struck, depressed, depressed, distressed, held back, lied to, cheated on betrayed, deceived, misled, double-crossed, walked out on, stabbed in the back, sold down the river, stolen from, deserted, discarded, shunned, cast out, dropped, dumped, forgotten, neglected, rejected, and or dejected. You are the sole reason I have written this book. Now, if that's not everybody on the planet, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> so I just went, okay, everybody, they say hone in and get yourself a tribe and you know, make sure you niche down. And I went, hell no, because because yeah. self-esteem doesn't discriminate. It's everybody at one it point is. or another, if not, you know. So I uh, I, I sort of, I, I cast a very wide net there. Mm -hmm. So uh, for those listening, uh, get don't forget, get your copy of The Self-Esteem Regime, an action plan for becoming the confident person you're meant to be. Uh, Clarissa, where can uh, folks listening get a copy of the book? Uh, something it's everywhere in the world is on Amazon. It's also on Kindle and Audible. And then anybody in the states can go right to you know Barnes and Noble, uh, uh, Barnes and Noble stores. There, it's there as well. Awesome. And uh, for those listening, I've dropped those links in whichever platform you're listening on, so you can easily go and get your copy today. Uh, Clarissa, before we go, I do have some rapid fire questions, uh, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Um, our first question is, uh, what is it that you do to consume content and personally develop yourself? Uh, I am constantly, constantly. I mean, I've got different books on on self esteem. I've got different books on mm -hmm. uh, shadow work, um, which is another thing we didn't, you know, we didn't touch upon. But we don't have eight hours for this, you know, interview. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> shadow work so continually working on you know again the daily demons uh and some of them are you know they're yearly demons and lifetime lifelong demons right they're not only just coming in every day so there are things that you need to continue to work on know that that is okay it's normal and and do it because it's fine um because you never want to be you know like you, you don't want to be a prisoner of your past right Mm -hmm. uh, you just don't want to be living there. And so that's one of the things I do. I just, you know, I've got a plethora of books. In fact, I just pulled three more out of the library today that mm -hmm. I read every day. I've got a book that is like a calendar book. So every day of the year, it gives me another uh, motivational or inspirational uh, either quote. Or it's really more than a quote. It's more like a paragraph or two of just something super inspirational for that day. Uh, and again, I, I always believe that you're getting the message that you need. There's no coincidence in that kind of the universe will send you what you know the universe knows that you need because you've been putting out an energy a certain about a certain thing or thought and mm -hmm. so you get it back and it's kind of funny how it's not coincidental but it's it's interesting how 
every day I'll read something and there it is. So I'm a huge reader. I definitely go in for different um, I don't know, documentaries. I go in for um, really some more documentaries. And then definitely, as I um, may not have said yet, but I, go in, I, I found out about the Asperger's book from YouTube. So there are different ways that as I was taking a deeper dive into myself, and by the way, this is a lifelong thing. So, you know, mm -hmm. but um, the personal development thing for me was also finding out that uh, I'm also what they call an extra sensitive person. So those are triggers that lights are too bright, the sounds are too uh, loud, the smells are too strong. Uh, there are many different things. And so it's Dr. Elaine Aaron, who's a PhD that came out with a book that 30% of the world has this dis-ease and I know that I fit perfectly into there and it gave me it was like such a relief I went oh my god people have been telling me for so long I'm so difficult to be with or live with or that I'm so bitchy and cranky and I'm really not it's just that I can't do the I, like I can't go to a concert it's too loud for me so it's just the way we're wired and it's okay uh and the other one was Asperger's which is another book that I've read that you know was interesting because it's about being on the spectrum of Asperger's and there's a you know obviously there's from one to ten and whatever yeah. the spectrum but just to be able to go down the list and check off a bunch of stuff there and go well there's a reason that i know now that i'm alone i'm, I'm a loner but i'm not lonely i can walk into a room of 300 people and mc as i did last saturday night i emceed in front of 300 people with not a heart skip not a heart it's like hold my beer give me the microphone and i don't drink so you know and know that i absolutely love doing that but there, it, you know, I can only take a certain amount of it, right? I couldn't do that every night. So it's just learning more about yourself, how you tick, how you're wired, and loving yourself all the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, next question: uh, What dead or alive? Who would you have like to have lunch with? Dead or alive? I wish that I could have my grandmother come back. That would be really great. But in answer to your question, I would love to Nelson Mandela, mm. Mahatma Gandhi. Mm -hmm. Um. I wouldn't mind sitting down with Oprah. Maybe all three of them at the same time. All three of them at the same time would be a damn good place to be. Yeah. Um, what's the next thing you would like to do that's on your bucket list? Next thing that I would like to do is I'm going to be doing events and retreats, uh, mostly for women, where we do take those five days. We start with look good, feel good, be good, and greater good. One of those for each day, uh, living the non-toxic life and an esteemed life by making sure that the things that we put into our body and onto our body, into our heads and into our hearts are all non-toxic. Awesome. And final question. Um, what is the final question? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and final question, what is the best words of advice or words of wisdom that you've received so far? You know, I could be here all day with that, but I'll pick one right now. And that is what others think of you is none of your business. We, <laughs> we, all, we often do get tripped up on, oh my God, you know, what, what everybody thinks of me and whatever. Here's the deal. It's, it's not your business what they think of you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Another well, one that, uh, here's another one that I love and I'm going to leave you with this because I think yes. this is this is really powerful as well loyalty is when I have your back behind your back mm. how many people do we have in our lives that we can say that about how many people that are, you know are loyal to you behind your back and remember my last chapter is reciprocal yeah. be that person be that person that you know 
you are loyal to them even behind their back or let they know you you're loyal to them behind your back yeah behind their back well that's awesome i think this is a good good uh good way to end the the podcast well clarissa thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast and talking about a a such an awesome topic that is so relevant to just everyone and so thank you so yeah. much for writing the book that you have i'm going to give you one more can i give you one more yes here are four things, Cameron, that you can't get back in life. Mm. A word after it's been said, an opportunity after it has been missed, time after it's gone, and trust after it's lost. Mm. That's Lots good. to think about there. That's good. <laughs> well, uh, for those listening, don't forget to get your copy of The Self-Esteem Regime again. Um, the link is there for you. And uh, thanks again, Clarissa. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you so much. Wow. Well, this was an amazing interview that I had with Clarissa on the topic of self-esteem. And I really hope this added value to your leadership or even your personal journey, wherever you are at, whether you're a student, emerging leader in wherever you're at, or you aspire to be a leader or you're a senior leader or in a leadership role already and or in a, a sphere of influence i really hope that you, this added value to you and that's what really this podcast is here for and if this is your first time tuning into us you can subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on also if you want to get a copy of clarissa's book the self-esteem regime you can find that on amazon it's on also on audible you can also find it on barnes and noble and uh, the links will be provided in the podcast description so you can find find out more and take a deep dive into this topic of the self-esteem regime, which Clarissa has uh, put together in a book. And so we thank you so much for tuning in to the Leadership Download Podcast. Feel free. We've had some awesome guests previously. You can go back and scroll through on whichever platform you're listening on. Go and take a, a listen to some of the past interviews. The last interview with Dr. John T Chastine was really amazing and taking a deep dive into um, what it is, what it means to be a re-leader. Because some of you listening might be a re-leader, but not yet know it and not even know that that is your calling. So feel free to check that one out as well. And uh, thank you again. And we'll catch you on next week's episode as we release every episode Wednesday every week. So thank you and take care.